Welcome into an emergency episode of the Daily Wolves podcast. If you haven't heard my voice in a while, I apologize. I have been very busy with work and other things. Not really a good excuse, but we are back. Evan's been holding it down for us, but I am Trip at D. Wolfson with my co-host slash other host, Evan at the Daily Wolves. Evan, last night was... I mean, where would that rank in, in the most chaotic performances of a sports team you've rooted for? For me, number one, for sure. And it's not even close. I have never, ever seen a game where I've been watching and teams on the bench during a game have fought. I've seen, like, you know, maybe someone charge the mound and teams go at it in baseball or or something like that. There's fights yeah. break out in hockey. Uh Maybe a couple uh, opposing teams have, you know, thrown a couple shoves here and there. We all remember, like, uh, uh, Nemanja Bielica and Aaron Afala with the Wolves, for those <laughs> people who have, who have been here for a while. And, uh, you know, Carlton Towns, Joel Embiid, all, all the different things. But I've never seen two teammates on the bench go at it like that and where it actually escalated. And then the crazy part is Chris Finch is sitting, he sits down to take out his clipboard right below them. And he's about to draw out the play. He's literally right in the middle of it. If you watch the video, if anyone has seen the footage of the fight where Rudy throws the punch and, and he he just lost his cool. And honestly, uh, I've seen, I've never seen anything like it, but I mean, you cannot do that. If you're on the same team, that's got to stay behind closed doors. And that's just, so unprofessional and, and not a not a good look for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I mean, I, again, guys argue it happens all the time. It is what it is. But you know, for for that to escalate to that level, there's some underlying shit going on. Excuse my language behind the scenes. Like, and I again, I I'm not reporting anything. I'm just this is this whole podcast is pure speculation and just conversation about last night. Anything other than what we observed, which is in my eyes. Uh, those guys don't get along in real life. And basketball, no. yes, it is real life. But, I mean, it's a sport. Just like your job is a job, you have a real life outside of it. And something tells me when, when the, you know, when the game ends, those guys do not. Not only do they not, you know, you work with people. You have a team of people you work with. You do currently. You, you get that. You manage people. You, you, you don't have to be sure. best friends with everyone outside of work. But there's a difference between not being friends with a, co- a colleague outside of work and true dis- dislike uh, for one another. And I feel that those two did not like each other. And the most telling piece to me, the Chris Finch thing was fascinating when you rewatch it. But what was really fascinating was Tori and Prince charged right at. Rudy. Oh, yeah. To me, that was like, OK, like, you know, if it, again, this is bird's eye view here, but um it's different if I was on the team and I liked both those guys, I'm not a confrontational guy. I'm not a fighter, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not, obviously I'm not a pro athlete, but if you, I worked with you and someone else, you're both my friends. Mm -hmm. I like you. I'm not going to go at one of you. I'm just going to stand up and hold you both back. And it felt and was almost like, you know what? Yeah. Go like went right at Rudy and was like, it just, it, it, it was so weird. It just feels like there's a lot and it's gone on for a while. I mean, there's always been, People like the Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they were the closest of friends in Utah, from what I had 
from I'm pretty sure what from back in the day what I remember is they weren't necessarily the closest but mm-hmm. uh it, it's it to me it, it's a bigger issue um you can move past shit like this but it, there's got to be how long one how long has this been going on and two what, what what is Chris Finch doing to to solve for these you know locker room issues it's a complete opposite of last year's roster last year's roster yeah. was Memphis to six Mm-hmm. with a bunch of random pl- people playing at random positions because they liked each other. Yeah. You know, this is a weird team. This team isn't good. It's not a sustainable roster. It's weird because I was telling somebody uh, who was asking about the Timberwolves because they know that I, I, I watch them and this is somebody I work with and they asked me about the Wolves and I kind of just, they're like, why are they struggling so much this season with all that talent? I just said, you know, when I was, when I was young, um, I played soccer growing up and that was my favorite sport. And I played on this. I remember um, I was one of the better kids in, in the state on, on teams. Anyway, they, they decided to make this super team with all these kids. We played traveling soccer. So they took the best players and all these different teams. And we put them on one traveling team to make this like super team that could kind of like win in the state. And then, the goal was to obviously win nationals and then also get recognized by some scouts. And I remember on paper, we had the best players from all around all we've played against, you know, I played against these kids before and, and I thought, you know, how do you lose with that? Right. But we ended up having all these issues, even though we had all the talent, we hated each other. We didn't get along. We didn't want to play with each other. And it just, and we ended up losing like right away. We lost in like the first game right when we got into state, like we made it in with pure talent, but we lost right away and just got upset. And I always think back to that. And that's how I compared the wolves. I just like this, they have so much talent on paper. They look like they're such a good team. They have one of the best starting fives in the NBA and they have a pretty decently deep team, but they just, there's just been a vibe all year long that this is something has been off with the wolves and you've read it. I tweeted out during the game yesterday for people in, in the beginning before this all went down, I said, look at the body language out there. Something is up. Something doesn't look right. Like their body language says it all. Mm-hmm. And then what do you know? Fight breaks out minutes later. Like you could feel the tension through your television set and just something was bubbling. And it finally just overflowed and the volcano erupted. And there goes the fight. And like you said, Torian Prince coming in there, he could have just stood in the middle. Like you said, separate that. I think that's really telling too what you said. Uh, just because... It just shows that maybe Rudy Gobert is not a favorite guy in the Wolves locker room and people don't really mess with them. And then you look back to those comments with D'Angelo and Rudy and you're thinking, is it all, is it D'Angelo or is it, is it a lot of it Rudy Gobert? And then you look back in Utah where he's rubbed guys the wrong way or not got along with a lot of people. And you're like, is Rudy the problem here? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, we should be creating a winning record, 42 and 40, with, uh, you know, their second best player missing a shitload of games. And here we are talking about how we have a play in against, you know, our former guard, D'Angelo Russell, and the Los Angeles Lakers. And we're going to be down potentially, Rudy. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do if they're going to, if he's going to go to the game or die. He should it. be out. He should be out. For those listening, Rudy Gobert is most likely, I would say, I would give it an 80% chance that he's suspended for, for that one play-in game. Well, the that prob- doesn't, yeah. yeah. That, it doesn't help us when Jaden McDaniels punched a wall and broke his hand. So, 
Uh, and Nas Reed, you know, he'd be the perfect and Nas guy. Nas Reed broke his hand in. too. Think about that. That's crazy. Both we, of them have the hand injuries. Obviously, they got it in different Nas ways. More. Never needed Nas more than we do Tuesday. And obviously, it's, un- it's no, it's not his fault. He, he suffered an injury. It sucks. I mean, we love Nas here, but yeah, it's but a Nas fan podcast. Just, but the Jaden thing hurts. The Jaden thing was alarming. Because it's uh-huh. a frustration thing, which I get. But like, yeah. come on, man. Now we lost you for the year. Uh, now how do you guard like guys and he's like been on and 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 future you know stud wing players that you're gonna have to get or if we go up against the grizzlies uh how do you guard job ja morant and uh, desmond bain like or when you face the nuggets how do you guard jamal murray and michael porter jr like i don't know there's all these different avenues uh but that's frustrating for sure and i get it Jaden was pissed Ingram went off on him, and there's nothing he could do. The dude was just having a game in the first half. He had 27 yeah. on Jaden right away, and Jaden was just frustrated about the whole situation. I mean, it happens, dude. Sometimes even when you're playing defense, yeah. or sometimes the refs are not are always going to call the tic-tac fouls on you, and I get it. It's frustrating, but that's got to be a learning moment for Jaden McDaniels, and, and hopefully he learns from this uh, because, uh, man, we just really, really needed him. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, in the short term, it fucking sucks, but I'm sure he'll learn. I'm not worried about it long term. He'll learn from it, blah, 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 all that fun cliche stuff, which he will. And he's very important to the future. It just sucks in the short term because it felt like the Wolves could could sneak a playoff series win in. Uh, and now I just, you know, Jade McDaniels is probably, I mean, you could go bear. I, I would argue he's equally, if not more important to the team as go bear so you got cat back second most important you got ant who's balling um but yeah i don't know i mean like if Nas wasn't injured it's a different conversation but i i just i don't know what they're gonna do from here to 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 not only make the playoffs but i mean really we should be going into tomorrow with a chance to win that game and now it feels like that's very gonna be gonna be very hard to accomplish yeah i would say there's a higher chance where I'd put my money on is that the Wolves lose tomorrow and then they win on Friday. Cause if they lose tomorrow, they'll play Friday night at home against the uh, loser of the Pelicans and OKC. And I yeah. think, yep. or I, I mean, mean the winner, yeah. the winner, I should say of the Pelicans. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah, but I, I feel like there's a, you know, there's a, there's a chance we could win that game and yes, it's going to be tough, but just that home crowd in front of you, it might be just what, you know, they need to feed off it and uh, I, I make adjustments and whatnot. But I just – it's going to be tough. They're going to be underdogs tomorrow, and it's in L.A. It's against those former teams. It's going to be a lot of trash talking. And, um, man, the Lakers are playing some good, good ball. So that's going to be tough. I think they can do it, though. So I think they can do it, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. I'm just worried, like you said, I'm worried about – um, Carl Anthony Towns keeping his composure just because we've seen in the past. I think that's just such a tough thing yeah. as a Wolves fan is like, can he keep his composure? Because then they have a chance. And then also uh, just not having Rudy, I think that's huge. I think Rudy Gobert, when they played the Lakers in the past, he's been huge against Anthony Davis. And without Rudy, I'm pretty nervous because that just opens up a 40-piece easy for Anthony Davis yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting show. Um, I think I'm I'm already kind of 
I mean, I'm hopeful that the playoffs and play-in goes great, and it might. It very well could. It's definitely possible that they're all NBA players. Anyone can win on any given night. But yeah, I'm more so looking into the summer, and I'm like, man, they're, they're, I mean, a lot of talent. But it's felt like since game one of this year, like this roster is not sustainable. And I don't mean that they trade the top guy. I'm just saying there's got to be some major, some major shifts this summer from Tim Conley to improve this. Not necessarily that we need more talent, but even just swapping certain talent for other talent. Like there's just so many moves that need to be made. When it felt like a year ago, we were building some momentum and it's just, it's such a shitty feeling. Yeah. I know. I know some people think that that might've been Rudy Gobert's last game in a Timberwolves uniform that we saw there yesterday. Uh, And I don't know if that's true. Um, I think they're going to give him one more crack at it, but because uh, he did come out and he did apologize to the team. I saw that. I don't know if you saw the trip, but he sent a group text to the team and he put out a tweet yeah. apologizing. So if the guys can move on and, and I think there's, you know, I think with some locker rooms, you can't move on at least for the current season. But I think with the Wolves roster, they can. And why I say they can is because we have veterans like our team as a Mike Conley has guys like Kyle Anderson who have been in the league for a long time and they can come together. There are a bunch of 30 year olds in the starting lineup that can come together and say, we want to win. Let's do something. Let's put it aside. It is what it is. And then Anthony Edwards is just, you know, a bundle of joy. Like that kid, like wouldn't have beef with anybody and or drama. So like, I, I don't see him being a problem. And I, I don't think, I think Carl is just over anything i think carl's seen so much drama that over the years with jimmy butler tibbs uh the whole thing with firing ryan to his mother to all the people in the nba calling him things like i I, you know i think that carl just it doesn't face carl he's like i've seen this before i've done this before so i just think um it couldn't happen to a better roster just because they have a, like, I feel like they could still come together. And you know what, if that's the fire that they needed lit under their ass trip to turn around in that game and then to come and win the playing games and go farther and say, all right, guys, let's just group together. And Rudy Gobert to say, you know what? I fucked up. And then they just say, no, it's on us too. And say, you know what? I'm tired of being a bitch <laughs> as Kyle said, or I'm tired of this and that. I don't care anymore. I just want to win. let's all just do whatever we got to do to win. Like, let's stop caring about this and that. And like all our, whatever shenanigans we got, let's just come together and let's just freaking win. Let's just play hard and win. And if we, you guys all agree and everyone's like, all right, we're in. And let's, all right, let's do this. So it could be good, man. It could be There's egos. There's, you know, multi-million dollar salary people on it. It's, I think it's a lot easier said than done. I don't know what, but this is what Chris Finch's job is. You're the leader of this team. Bring this team together because this is this is an issue, right? So you're the head coach of the team. You know, Anthony Edwards obviously loves him. I know he's a well-liked guy. He's a great, he seems like an awesome guy to have a couple drinks with. But um, it, this is Chris Finch needs to step in, step in and, and get something on the books today before they go to L.A. and just be like, look, guys, air it all the fuck out. You yeah. went 42 and 40 minus – uh, all-star player being injured for a ton of the season. This was yeah. not the season we had hoped for, but all things considered, it could have been much worse. Here we are. We've got a chance. That's all you can ask for. 
but what do we need to do together as a team? And Chris Vince, you're a part of the team. You're not just the coach. This is an organization. It starts from the top down. Chris is the boss, but we all collectively must come together and figure out what's next. How can we coexist as coworkers and colleagues? And that's Chris Finch's job to find out between now and Tuesday. It's not a ton of time, but that's what they pay you millions and millions of dollars to do. I think um, I think that the Timberwolves, it's one of those things that if you're a Wolves fan, it sucks that all this happened and you have to figure it out now. But I'm just like, I was thinking about the other day and I'm like, I would rather have it now than have it be hidden under the rug and then – we go into this off season and they try to hide it because that's what front offices do and they keep it in house. And there's all this stuff going on. And then we go into next season and we're wondering why everything's bad next season in the beginning and the vibes are bad and all these things are bad. And it's because you ignored it because it was never escalated. Never one thought they could, you know, just give it time. If this is like that push that they needed to be like, Hey, you know what guys, Rudy Gobert can't be a part of this team anymore. We got to trade him in the offseason. Yes, we're going to get, you know, not even close to what we, we paid for him, but we got to get rid of the guy. Or if it's figuring out that these certain guys can't play together and there are big changes tripped, like this was the push they needed. It was like they forced the hand. Yeah. So I, I would rather have it that way because the Wolves, realistically, they weren't going to go to the finals this year. They weren't probably going to go to the Western Conference finals when they have injuries. And, um, you know, it's – it's one of those things where, like, they might have made it to the second round, maybe, but, like, did we have expectations past that? Probably not this season. We were hoping to build onto that. Um, and so what are you really, like, punting on anyway at that point? And so it's just you got to get it out. It is what it is. Uh, and it's a shame that all this is, is really happening, but – they got to figure it out. And like you said, it's Chris Finch's job to figure it out. And hopefully he does. Hopefully the leaders in this team, especially you listen to Anthony Edwards, because that kid's the future of the team, Anthony and Jaden and what they say. So they say they don't like Gobert. You better get that guy out of here because yep. you got to just build around Anthony. That kid is special. What I watched that kid do yesterday on defense trip. I never seen Anthony Edwards play like that. Basically in my life, I've seen yep. him do it for flashes, but the way that he played and stepped up last night, I, I couldn't believe it. The kid literally looked like, he was the best two-way player in the NBA last night. That was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we know it sucks that it's uh, overshined by all the nonsense. No one in the national, obviously locally, you're hearing about it, but no one nationally is really going to be pumping up Anthony Edwards after last night, which he deserves all the flowers and roses in the world at first performance last night, but no one cares about that right now outside of Minnesota. They just are laughing at us. And it's, Oh, this is the, this is the Timberwolves. They tell you, this is the same team that passed on Steph Curry. This is the, you know, it's just, it's a perfect opportunity to shit on a team that's down. Um, so shout out to Anthony Edwards, absolute superstar um, more than any of us. And maybe I, maybe I speak for myself more than already achieved more than I could have dreamed he'd be at, you know, could have at this point in his career when we first drafted him number one overall out of Georgia. Anthony Edwards is everything we want from a culture standpoint on the court, off the court, everything. He's everything, Minnesota. Uh, and, and to your point, like he, he's special build around him, whatever it takes him and Jaden and, and cat, obviously I would like to be a part of that, but just, you know, 
at the end of the day, you've got enough t- core talent to, to build around, starting with Anthony Edwards, who's one of the best young players in the NBA, and you just go from there. Whatever this summer looks like, you better fucking believe Anthony Edwards is a part of those conversations and you do whatever he wants. And that's really where we're at. But I think until then, we just have to reset today. Like I mentioned, the team needs to get together. Like they should care about this. You and I, we host a podcast and we are passionate about getting the team, getting through this and fixing their internal issues as if we work for the team. We don't, we just care about the team. So we need the players and staff to come together and care as much as the fans do about writing the ship and grinding their asses off tomorrow to get a W in L.A. when no one thinks it's possible. That's all we need from this team, and that starts today. While you and I are sitting here recording this, hopefully they're getting together as a mm-hmm. team and figuring it out and showing that they care and, and, and you know want to do this for themselves and for the fans, and let's go win tomorrow when no one thinks it's possible. Let's not go lay an egg like everyone thinks we're going to. Let's go out there, win in L.A., and let this catapult us. See what see what can come from this. Maybe it was the best thing that's ever happened to the team. Who knows? Either way, it'll get addressed this summer. But in the short term, we need to build some 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 sort of I don't know if momentum's the right world word, but after I mean, you could it could be because guess what? <laughs> People forget they won that game last night after all that nonsense. Yeah, occurred. they won that. That's not the Timberwolves from five years ago. The Timberwolves Definitely five years not. ago would lost would have lost by thirty after that and had. Three, you know, three more people ejected and there were more fights. And I'm exaggerating here, but the main thing is they don't win that game, you know, a couple of years ago. So people forget they won that game last night. Build off of the craziness. Perfect opportunity. Let's cross our fingers and hope the Lakers are laughing at us and not going to take us serious. And let's go and punch them in the mouth. Not literally, but that was a bad analogy for the timing. But go to L.A. and get a win when they don't think you can. I think they certainly could because L.A. struggled in the beginning of the year with plenty of things. And um, Carl Anthony Towns has been playing amazing lately. And so he had another great game last night. Dropped, dropped 30, which has been a quiet 30, I feel like. I've, I've, I've just seen, you know, people don't really give Towns. When he has a really good game, it's like people just look at it and they look at it, their stat line trip and they're just like, eh, yeah, it's just Carl Anthony Towns. Yep. So he, he, if he just gets that. It's just it's Carl Anthony Towns. Like, no one cares. But, you know, when Anthony Edwards drops 30 points, everyone's like, oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> and I love Ant uh, and everything. But, you know, you got to give Carl Anthony Towns credit. He's been playing some unbelievable basketball since coming back, which has been hard. And then of late, these last few games, he's just been amazing. And last night, another one. If him, if him and Ant really play good again, uh, like they played last night, I think they have a pretty good chance playing with the Lakers. I'm curious to see, like, so Rudy Gobert, it, it just was announced by Adrian Wojnarowski. Rudy Gobert is officially suspended for one game and not traveling with the team to LA. Looks oh like, my God. So it's official, like okay. we talked about. Um, so now I'm wondering, like, you don't really have centers. You need some. What are you gonna do? Is it gonna be Nate Knight, Luca Garza? You know, I would let. You know how I've got. I I love Luca. I mean, Nate Knight came in and. He gives you different. He gives you different stuff. So I think both of them should play, but that's just my opinion. I think they both deserve it. I don't think one or the other is is more deserving than the other. I love both the guys, yep. and I think they're both so different. Um, and I think they should play, but that's my opinion. Uh, I think there's something there, but it is what it is. I'm not the coach, but hopefully, they can figure it out, and uh, you know the Wolves can steal one in L.A. Because if they did that, this team would really like. 
the vibes could not only just come together, but they could really believe. I think that's the big thing is if you steal a game that you're severely underdogged, then you can say, hey, look, this happened against us, against the Pelicans at home. We weren't supposed to win. And we beat L.A. And then you're going to go into a playoff series with all that momentum trip. Can you imagine that? This team could really come together and actually truly believe, man. One thing that comes to mind, as you just mentioned, that Woj said he's suspended and not traveling with the team. And we can wrap on this because, you know, I could go on all day. Yeah, let's do it. Um, what what people I think should understand is you're gonna I, I and and I'm assuming here I'm not again I don't know what I'm talking about this is my opinion from a human element of things. If the Timberwolves go there tomorrow now that Rudy Gobert is suspended he's not traveling with the team, let's say they win that game in convincing fashion or in any fashion. To me, that says a lot about what that team thinks of Rudy because if they can go out there with him and, you know, ball their asses off, work, grind, and, you know, they, they just show up with a pep in their step, it says a lot to me. And if they lose, then maybe, you know, maybe the Gobert-Kyle Anderson thing was, was an issue, but maybe a lot of the guys, you know, love Rudy and they missed him, whatever the case may be. I think they go there tomorrow and they win says a lot. Because they do it without Rudy and without him around, I, I, that says a lot to me. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, other than that, it's been obviously too long since we've had a pod, so it's been good being back. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say except for I'm just looking forward to, to the game tomorrow and, and kind of covering it, getting – Hopefully people are enjoying my tweets. Sometimes they get all over the place and ridiculous. I, I, I uh, definitely will say I apologize if recently my tweets have been all over the board. Just know they're from a good place. I'm trying my best to uh, tweet authentic stuff. Sometimes it's not always the best stuff, but I'd rather be an authentic account than just pump out only positive things or only things that people always want to hear. Yep, and I have to the opposite end of that spectrum. I think it's been a healthy balance between you and I where you've been doing that. And I have taken the opposite approach where I have really scaled back tweeting recently, um, strategically just kind of letting the Timberwolves pass. I, I've been very frustrated with them the past month or so. Obviously yeah. yesterday couldn't have predicted yesterday, but I've just really tried to take a step back and just observe content on Twitter instead of posting. I will be back to posting regularly. Did not tweet yesterday. Very proud of myself for that. I'm back. We're both back. You're going to be hearing from us. Sorry, a little bit of some, you know, all over the place here, but it's just truly a, a scenario that is impossible to prepare for, and it's impossible to not kind of be off the rails a little bit when talking about it. But we appreciate you guys. We'll be back probably later this week, but obviously check us both out on Twitter at the Daily Wolves at Not D Wolfson. Great to be back, and we will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Yep. See you guys next time, and as always, man, go Wolves.